until we find your spot, shall we? Once again, a gentle reminder of our ground rules. Remember, we are a PG-13 grown folk talk show. So we welcome your calls, your comments. You can email us at T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. That's truesextalk at gmail.com, T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K. Now, a little bit about me. Keep in mind that I am a writer. I am a poet. I'm your host. I'm a published author. And I'm here to answer your questions to give you some suggestions, to give you some ideas, and we're going to talk, we're going to discuss things, and, you know, you can tweet me, again, hashtag T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K, True Sex Talk. Really want your thoughts, your questions, even your experiences. You don't have to give a name. Nothing is going to show. No one will know your name, who you're calling, where you're calling from, anything. So my first book is a simple how-to guide called The Art of Sucking, A Guide to Giving Great Head. Those of you that are not familiar with it, and if you want a copy, just let us know, and we'll get you hooked up. This is written for women who want to know how to please themselves by pleasing their man. I'm currently working on my second book titled I'm a Ho, I'm a Ho, You a Ho Too. And this is a collection of stories from women and men who have emailed me their personal sexual experiences, all anonymous. The stories are funny, sad, freaky, loving, informative. And yes, I am the Queen Ho. So during the show, you will hear me talk about my Hoisms, Ho stories, Hotitudes. You know, all kind of different things that I'll discuss. There are hoisms, and the bottom line is my philosophy is simple. Whether you do you, him, or her, do it well, do it right, but do the do. All right. Tonight's show, we are going to heat some things up. We've been talking about sports mistresses, athletes who cheat, now we're going to get into some actual tips and what we are looking for, both women and men, what we need for that little extra touch. And they're just little sex moves and gestures and little little things that will rock your world, rock his world, rock her world, rock somebody's world. And the reason that I wanted to share this with you is because everyone should have their world rocked. There should be at least once a week one of your encounters that sticks in your mind, sticks on your mind, and makes you want more. So, uh, you know, you might have your, your... bedroom groove going on, and it might be a good thing, but some days, you know, it's sweet, some days it's sweaty, some days, you know, uh, you might tussle a little bit, and other days you might have a a knot on the back of your head because you didn't hit the headboard so hard. Um, 
you know, you might have some carpet burns on your knees, ladies. But, you know, fellas, you might have a couple of scratches on your back. But whatever it is, you don't want to keep it in the same place all the time. You want to uh, kick things up a notch. So these are a few tiny little tricks and few things that just kind of add to it. And whether you realize it or not, they actually do. So let's try right now 21 hot sex moves that are real simple and you don't have to go overboard. Uh, let's say, for example, you might get an urge or a yearning when you least expect it. It just happens. But you know what, ladies, fellas, seize the chance to spice up your moment, whether you're on the couch, whether you're sitting on the floor and you're just watching television. Fellas, take your fingertips and slowly and gently caress her skin. Or ladies, turn around and do the same exact thing to him. But fellas, I can promise you, doing that, that light, sensual touch, it creates a tingling sensation that wakes up the nerve endings in the body. But at the same time, it relaxes her and gets her ready for sex. And I know for a fact that with some women, they can literally have an orgasm just from the light touch. It can be just enough to just give her a little boost, wake her up a little bit, and prepare her for the real deal. Now, another thing, remember back in the day, remember when you were in high school and you <laughs> The term that comes to mind for me during my time era was dry hump. <laughs> James? Yes. <laughs> you, you, are, are, are you hearing what I'm talking about here? Yes, I'm having some technical difficulty here, but I do hear what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's called dry humping. You remember that? Uh, yes. Uh, I think uh, every young man, uh, you know, that's been a young man like myself is very familiar with uh, the term dry humping and the act of dry humping. <laughs> okay. So believe it or not, you may have done it back in high school, but if you remember, the rules were how far she was going to let you go. You Correct. know, under the shirt, over the pants, so on. And, you know, the teenage you was kind of on to something, but you didn't really realize it at the time because it can be so pleasurable and it's kind of like a pleasurable torture to play with each other while you still got your panties on, teasing, stroking through the fabric. You know, well, there's a well, sex coach. Go I think ahead. there's more there's more torture than pleasure, you know, from – a male perspective, because there are some, you know, there can be some physical uh, consequences by uh, dry humping and not finishing what you start, you know? Well, no, no, no. That's where the difference comes in, because that's exactly what you're going to do. You are going to finish. But oh, okay. you remember when you when you would start to dry hump, it would be a grind. The grind would be while the panties were on and the pants were on, you know what I mean? And... Mm -hmm. You know, you could you could seal her, seal her up, but you couldn't do anything more. Remember that? Well, well right. Well, I mean, we, but, but, you know, and uh, I can remember vividly uh, kind of getting all that out the way on the while dancing, you know, getting all worked okay. up like that. Right. And, and there's a sex coach named Patty Britton. She's a Ph.D. Mm -hmm. And she literally tells people, leave. Leave your panties on. Leave your drawers on because you're building up the anticipation of when you're really going to have skin-on-skin -skin contact. 
and that it'll be much more explosive and exciting. So just saying, you know, you can kind of work up to it and then all of a sudden pull, tug, you know, forget about folding it. <laughs> just, you know, let that animalistic <laughs> part of you take over, right? <laughs> all right, and then... Another thing, this is for for some of you that, you know, for some guys, they just happy to even get a blowjob. But there's no excuse, ladies, to be lazy about it. So, you know, rather than simply moving up and down and use, use, use your tongue to slowly wind around it, swirl up the shaft with the tip of your tongue. And when you're at the top, Slide your whole mouth down, then up, with that sucking motion. And there are so many tips that I personally give you in my book. You know, keep in mind, I did write The Art of Sucking. So just kind of letting you know, it's a guide to giving great head. It's an easy read. And it tells you some little simple tips. And the truth is, if you do it and do it well, he's not going to last very long anyway. So, you know, now you're on to round two where you know he's going to have a little more stamina for you and he'll be able to give you that time you're looking for. (laughs) All right. So another little thing. Rather than just making a beeline for below the belt, create that slow burn. Featherweight kisses, you know, kiss his eyelashes, corner of his mouth, his jaw, his collarbone, you know, his nipples, his pecs, down along, you know, his treasure trail, you know, over one hip bone and the other. You're building up that anticipation as you make that slow, seductive crawl. You know, there's some randomness, you know, you keep the kisses and nerves are on high alert as his brain and his body kind of try to figure out where you're going to go next, you know, where, what's the next move. So, and now here's one, and this is a really good one that I happen to uh, attest to. For greater stimulation in the missionary position, and ladies, that's just in case some of you don't know what missionary is. That's with the woman on the bottom and the man on top. Ladies, hook your knees over his shoulders. That angle puts more pressure on your clitoris, giving him a better chance and you a better chance of achieving a butt-clenching orgasm. And when I say butt-clenching, that's because at that time when you start feeling that groove is when you should be clenching your butt, lifting up your pelvis, because it creates more friction for him and it makes a very climatic moment much more mind-blowing. So, James, are you taking notes? Uh, yeah, but I, I think I know that move. <laughs> well, we've got a few, we've got a few more, you know, and it, I can tell you that there's there's a few things that are simple little things that we just tend to forget about. You know, people get into a mundane existence and they keep doing the same thing. And sometimes there's just be the movement, the pressure. So here's one. Get a little rough. And I'm not saying hurt anybody, you know. If he's not into it, then don't do it. And if she's not into it, fellas, definitely don't do it. You know, but get a little rough. Kind of give a jolt during sex, you know. Nip your partner, you know. Do a quick little love bite on the shoulder or the earlobe. Because when you're in that heat of passion, you kind of go more into your head than your body. And a little little bit of pain snaps you back to the moment, which puts you back in perspective so you can keep your groove going. Uh, 
another thing, sit up tall. You know, you love you on top because, you can, ladies, you can control that speed, that angle, and that motion. He loves you on top because he can just lie back and watch. But mm-hmm. what Lazy Bones may not realize is that sitting up can enhance his pleasure even more. Not only can you both do more with your arms and your hands, but the sex is much more intimate with your torsos pressed together. You know, and think about it. Yeah, you can look at it, and it's right up above you, and that's that's wonderful. But skin on skin, her breasts are totally pushed into your chest. You know, you've got her literally in the palm of your hand. And guess what's next? You know, a little bit of unpredictability during sex makes the experience even more intense. So while in, let's say, in missionary lady, uh, have him tease you by kind of mixing up his movement a little bit, slipping in a little, going halfway, thrust deeply. But, you know, don't do it necessarily in random order, although the Kama Sutra says, you should at least do five to seven repetitive strokes. And then you should switch up and do like two or three really slow, deep, penetrating boosts and then go back again. Here's the thing. You know, break it up. You know, it's um, kind of move in two short strokes followed by a long one three deep ones in a row followed by two quick teases. I I think you understand what I'm talking about. James, it's pretty clear, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty clear. All right, so now uh, kind of uh, ladies show that inner bad girl. You know, kind of... You might kind of get off on the idea, actually. Well, well, well. If I can, if I can, if I can interject. Uh, sure. I would say not. I would say not kind of show the inner bad girl, but show her. This place the inner bad girl. Put her on a pedestal. Okay. Well, and you know, it's one of those things where. You can try something new, and, you know, the, the worst thing that could actually happen is you laugh about it. And you know what? Laughing in bed is fantastic because whether you realize it or not, you really do relax. When you laugh, you relax. You let it go. And you can feel more comfortable with what you're doing. And that's the key. So, all right, bring out the inner bad girl, you know, and maybe kind of like getting caught in the act, you know. Sneak off to the bar bathroom, you know. Uh, Feed some of your your secret exhibitionist appetites by, uh, you know, Doing it in front of a window with the lights out, standing up against the window, facing out, having him take you from behind. You know, you'll get the rush, and possibly somebody might be watching. You know, Mm -hmm. one of those things where, where, you know, if you're in an apartment, put him in in the chair on the patio and sit on top of him while he's on the chair on the patio. You know, it's not blatant, but nobody really knows positively what you're doing, although they may think they know what you're doing. But if you make noise, they're going to know what you're doing. (laughs) And then another one might be, uh, regardless of whatever position that you're in, enhance that experience by gently exhaling onto each other's skin. You know, you're feeling the pleasure in your genital area, but the move adds soft, steamy heat to the other sensitive areas, the neck, the nipples, inside of the wrist. It gives you tingles from head to toe, and it just adds to the actual experience. You know, we all want 
that little extra. We want that that some something more, that little oomph. And I gotta tell you, you know, there's there's a lot of hardcore people out there that want it rough and hard and tough and all of that is great, but I don't want that every time. I don't want sweet, syrupy, sexy, make love to me every single time. You know, sometimes I want it to last an hour and a half, two hours. And sometimes I only want it to last for five minutes. You know, it's it's depending the mood and it's getting to know who your partner is. Now, if it's something quick and fast, then... You know, it depends what what is it you're trying to accomplish. Because, fellas, if you're only trying to get a nut and that's it, then you can actually do that yourself. But, mm-hmm. you know, take 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 a moment. You know, take a little time because I will tell you this, and this is the truth. Literally, all you have to do is blow her mind, and she will treat you like a king. For at least the next 48 hours. Mm. So think about it like that. And that's the thing. Nobody really looks at it realistically. But being on the realistic side, if you take care of her in a way that she just cannot complain, you know, if she gets up and she's not walking steady, she's okay with that. She's in a better place. She's in a whole better place. She's okay with that. She's like, am I walking steady? Maybe not, but I'm feeling pretty good. You know, that euphoria makes a difference. It truly makes a difference, and it's really there. All right, so let's see what else we have. Oh, when it's hot and you know you've been sweating and you've already been working hard, you know, lick the salt off of each other's body. That natural salt, yeah. that sweatiness. Oh, yeah, no, that's hot. That's sexy. That's an athlete. You know, very, very sexy. That's for you right there. No, 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 no. I'm saying after you've been making love. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, funky yeah, after you play basketball sweat. Because I can tell you right now, I'm not licking nothing on you. You've been playing basketball for two hours. You must have hang it up. You need to come take a bath. <laughs> you know, oh, no. You know, it's one of those things where take a bath, let me make you hot and sweaty, and then I'm going to lick the salt off your skin. See? Whole different mm-hmm. thing. Different flavor, different smell. <laughs> you know, um, you know, another thing that I don't think, Talking is great. Don't get me wrong. But you know what else is great? When you can really hear the depth of someone's breath. You know, just be quiet for a few moments and take in the way they're breathing. Because, fellas, let me tell you something. There are women that say it. That is very true. All of that, you know, that's an easy thing to do. But the way she breathes, when she is truly breathing and that heart rate is moving and pumping, seriously, if you listen to her breath at the moment that you're stroking her, at the moment that you're pummeling her, at the moment that you're tasting her, Listen to her breath and the way she breathes, and you will know exactly how pumped up she is, how excited she is. You'll know it. Um, Another thing is, ladies, in the missionary uh, style, you can make it a little more passionate. Wrap your feet around his lower legs and ankles, and that pulls him up kind of toward him, you're you're pulled toward him as he thrusts downward. And that kind of hits almost like a ledge inside of you vaginally. It, like, you know, it's it's there. Um 
Another one, ladies, you know, you have shoe fetishes. You know, lay there totally naked with maybe your boots on or your cowboy boots, your stilettos, your motorcycle boots, your thigh highs, you know. You got some lace-up sandals. Okay. You know, give him, give him, give him a little treat, something he can look at, something he can appreciate. And here we go. Here's one. Uh, this is an oral sex technique. So pretend that his penis is an ice cream cone that's melting quickly, and you have to keep looking at different angles swiftly and swirling the melting drops upward into your mouth around the scoop on the top. And you know exactly what that's like. Ice cream, it's melting. You know, you've got to lick it quick and fast, and you've got to lick it from every direction and every angle. You know, you're adding to You know, here's one. Take a really hot, steamy shower together, but instead of leaving the lights on, turn the lights off. Mm. Just put a candle in the bathroom. That's it. That's what so you need something. Not... Somebody going to get hurt. <laughs> okay, now wait a minute. Seriously? Is that what you would think of? I'm just saying, I mean, with no lights or water, they don't mix. Somebody going to get hurt. <laughs> I would say the same thing in a tub. I can't believe you said that. I'm serious. All right. Okay, fellas, I, I can hear you out there. They're saying boo. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not thinking about getting hurt. I'm thinking about feeling my way through. You know, what is it, uh, dating in the dark? I mean, really? People are in a totally pitch black room on a date. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. It's a trip. It's a trip. It was on no, television. It was a trip. Yeah, it was a total trip. In fact, one of the couples bonded with their conversation so perfectly, but when they met up afterwards, she totally freaked out because he had piercings everywhere and he had tattoos every place. And she was like, whoa. And she was truly like a farm girl. She was truly, you know, I mean, it was just, it it tickled me to no end. Um. Now, here's when, and I have to tell you, this is not my thing personally, but maybe because I got turned off by it from someone who who kind of went overboard with the armpit thing for me. So I was like, mm, I'm not doing that. But hold his arms over his head while you're on top, ladies, and nibble the skin between his armpit and his elbow. Uh uh-huh. That's a lot right there. <laughs> well, no, I'm seriously, there was this, someone I knew, and his fetish was armpits, and he didn't care if they shaved or if they I'm thinking, what? Uh-huh. But yeah, that was his thing. Uh, yeah, so much. now here's one. One of the one of the gentlemen said that um, he dated a chick once, and she always capped off their oral sex session after they were done. He is already he's done. He's spent. But she would do this thing where she would lick the area between the balls and his shaft. And he said it was so out of this world that with seconds he was hard all over again. Hmm. I think I need to meet him because I don't think I know any guy that 
just been ready immediately. Yeah, that's well, not one that I'm... Uh... Now, here are some tips that I've gotten that are for, for women from men. So I really kind of want to know how you feel about these, all right, Jane? So yeah. if you've been in a long-term relationship or you're married, you're trying to keep sexy alive, so getting out of that that little rut. So uh, one of the things that the men said that they love is when their woman straps on some stockings and a garter belt. Okay. What does that do for you, James? What does that do for you? Nothing. Uh, Okay, just I, I mean, because I'm I'm trying to get it. Although I will tell you, there are some things that you can buy at some of these sex stores, ladies. And one of them that is, it is just fabulous, and it's called a clit clip, and it's literally a a little metal kind of a clamp that you can slide around your clitoris and it has jewels with a little chain that hang at the bottom of it. You show up with that, he's gonna be like, What is that? Totally different. It's not a piercing. You don't have to pierce it. You know, it's not necessary to go to that level. And it's not uncomfortable and it doesn't hurt. And the truth is, it's not going to be on that long anyway, because once he sees it, he's going to be so tickled with it, and it doesn't take much, but once he starts playing with it, I can promise you he's going to get it off. (laughs) And he's going to get her off, too. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's see. One of the things they were saying is that they like uh they like her her naughty area to uh be trimmed bikini wax preferably instead of the shaving because the shaving can be irritating. What do you think about that? Say it again. They want her to wax it. Keep it totally trim and fit and trim down and wax it. I, I, I say trim. I don't, you don't necessarily have to wax, but trim would be good, you know. I say the and wax. I've got to tell you, I've, I've gotten some emails, and these guys want the hairiest woman they can find. Yeah, I'm not with that. Though. I can't do the sub-squats, and and that that's, that's the more hair promotes older in my opinion and I agree totally with you and that's the reason I think men should trip and shave and I can honestly tell you if if he's free of hair oh yeah I will say uh, every day let's take a quick break all right we are going to Take a very quick break, and we will be back shortly. So if you will, stay with us. Don't go away. We've got more tidbits, tips, and hopefully, uh, if you've got some ideas, you'll call it in and let us know. True Sex Talk with Lady G, and I'm Lady G, and we will be right back. April 15th is the tax deadline. I repeat, April 15th is the tax deadline. If you have yet to file your income tax or business tax, there's only one company to use, NVIDIA Group LLC. The NVIDIA Group works with any person, any business, in any situation. You'll find them online at NVIDIAGroupLLC.com. That's NVIDIAGroupLLC.com. Don't let April 15th pass leaving money on the table. Use NVIDIA. 972-386-3427, 972-386-3427, 972-386-3427, 972-386-3427, or online at NVIDIAGroupLLC.com. 
This is Pro Boxer Liddell the Closer Williams. While I'm busy in the ring, NVIDIA is busy making sure my taxes are done the right way. Together we make a knockout team. For all your tax preparation needs, there's only one team to call, NVIDIA. 972-386-3427. That's 972-386-3427. Or go online at NVIDIAGroupLLC.com and tell them the Closer sent you. back. Chuck, what was your analysis? First of all, snake bites are dangerous. If I saw a snake in the paint, I would average 28-10 and the snake would have been barbecue chicken. <laughs> Let's talk basketball. I'm still probably the best shooter in the NBA. Ain't no woman like the one I got. I'm going to the board. All right. As a point guard, it's easy for me to think like a man too. Hey, give, me. give me a ball. Head up, North Carolina. Hakeem, catch. Dunk. Championship. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. And we are back with True Sex Talk with Lady G. I'm Lady G. Let's find your spot, shall we? I have my wonderful friend James, who is also joining us this evening. And uh, James, what do we have going on? Well, a lot of reaction going on in the uh, chat room here. So I'd like to ask you a few questions from some of our chatters. I love okay? it. Go ahead. All right. So first question is, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is male or female, but they are asking for more information on the missionary position. They say, when, uh, what if you can't get the woman's uh, legs over the shoulder? You know what? Unless that woman weighs As I said, 400 I pounds, I want to be respectful of the woman if this is the woman asking the question. But, but, well, uh, but here's the thing. I mean, the bottom line is unless she weighs like 400 pounds and even then, her knees bend. So if you're in the missionary position and she's raising her legs all the way up, and which she can do, she can plop them right over the shoulders. And she will immediately even if she's uncomfortable based on on the size of the woman, she will immediately relax because the intensity of the pleasure is going to magnify. It's going to double because of the friction in the right area. But uh, let's say if she's got a broke leg or something and you can't get it over, then there are some other things I would definitely try. All right, next question is, uh, this is the last one. Next question is, I want to know, is uh, sex better in the afternoon or at night? Uh, Sex is, is good anytime. Every time, all the time. It doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the afternoon or if it's at night or if it's first thing in the morning. You know, I mean, it can, if it's a surprise, then it's totally wonderful. I can tell you that I would suggest to anyone, if you don't work far from home and you both have the ability to race home to get a nooner, then do it. Because 
you are energized, you are totally fulfilled, and you will literally go back to work with not just a smile on your face, but with a job well done. Good answers. Good questions, guys. Keep the questions coming. Definitely keep the questions coming. Um, Okay. Now, another little tip for women, again, these are all for men, is try a lap dance or a strip tease. Uh, Doesn't kind of mean that you spend a fortune on lingerie or anything, but something that can uh, easily be removed, but definitely no frumpy clothes, you know, something sexy. Now, another thing is these guys are saying that sexy text can really get him going. So send him something like, I can't wait for you to get home tonight. I've got a big surprise for you. And then give him his big surprise. Now, I can tell you that my sex text would not be that mild or that mellow. Mm. So <laughs> I want you to, to I want you to kind of have a twinge where, you know, I know that, that fellas, you've got a, a sense about yourself where sometimes it just jumps. In your pants, just jumps. You have a thought, and it's like, whoa. Now, of course, you guys control it, but still, it happens. Am I right, James? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So the text should be something that's going to make him jump. Um, And if you're separated by miles, then phone sex. It may feel a little strange to some of you at first, but it's well, no, you don't, wicked, you don't, you don't have to do that. You can you can jump into the uh, the new century and just do Skype. You know that way you can see each other, and or uh, you can use FaceTime. There's all different things. You and can you do. can you know, do I, that. You can do that as well. But I can also tell you, me personally, I want to do it over the phone because I want to send you a couple of racy photos that I want you to look at while you're listening to me. But can't you, well, well, you think that's better? Do you think the imagination, I guess, is better than the actual viewing the other person, like on, you know, video chat or something? And, and the video chat is okay, but I, I, me personally, you send me a picture and then you're talking to me and telling me what you're going to do. For yeah. me, that heightens it. It adds more kind of of the mystery to it because the truth is if I'm watching it and I'm not really there with you, I'm wondering who else is watching. <laughs> because Everybody. I can tell you, when I, send, when I send a photo, the photo is not going to show anything about whose photo it is. You're not going to know. Because it's just going to be a, a part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The photo is going to just be a body part. That's the problem with people today. They wonder how come, how did 5 million people see my naked body shot? Because you sent it to somebody <laughs> and your <laughs> face was on it. Now, do you ever get anybody that says, whose vagina do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they don't know whose it is, so they're not going. They're not going to report on it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They can say, "Oh, I got so and so. I got this off of so and so's phone." So, doesn't mean it's the person that owns the phone. Right. So, that's what I think about. I think way too many pictures of of people out there showing full body shots, their face showing everything. I think that's the problem. And then they wonder why everybody's got it. You know, it's kind of like all these sex acts that are happening in different places, and then people are wondering how it got out. Well, because you 
taped it from head to toe so people know who you are. So might as well just make a porn movie, you know? Yeah. But if all you're this showing is, is body parts, there's no movie. Because there's no force, no faith, no, no, nothing that, no, no identifying mark. Hey? All right, so what else do we have here? Uh, well, I got a sp- I got a sports related question for you. If that's okay. Sure. Sure. Okay, so uh, you know, for everyone listening that's sports fans, and and first of all, I want to you know welcome you guys because you guys have been supporting the show, which is excellent. You know, especially on the new uh, network and everything. Uh, right. I, I want to talk to you, ask you a little bit about, and this kind of is related to sex and athletes, kind of like what we talked about a couple of shows ago. But, you know, we just okay. wrapped up the NFL draft, and uh, there's a big thing trying to figure out if the openly gay uh, athlete Michael Sam would get drafted. So it, it didn't happen until the very last round of the draft, the seventh round, one of the few the last ten in the last ten picks, the St. Louis Rams, uh, the team that's based in the state in which he played in, um, mm-hmm. went ahead and drafted him as a seventh-round pick. Now, as a seventh-round pick, you don't, you're not guaranteed anything. You're not guaranteed the contract. You're only guaranteed that you're going to come in and do the OTAs and go through training camp, and you still have to work yourself into a roster spot. Most seventh-round right. picks, you know, don't really make it on the team. Um, but, but my question is, we all know he's openly gay. There's been a big deal about that. And uh, he himself, and this, I guess this is my issue with it all, um, and I just want to get your opinion on it. He has, he, has, he has been saying for the longest, he's had press conferences, he's done everything, he's been saying that he wants to be known as a football player. Um, he wants right. everybody to see him as just a football player, no matter what his sexuality is. But yet, right. you know, during this whole draft process today, they kept showing him, uh, they, kept, they did an eight-minute montage of not just him, but him coming out and his sexuality before the pick was made. Then when the pick was made, they show him, and he's with his partner, and uh, and then they keep talking about how they, they were showing um, um, gatherings of um, of gay uh, rights people and celebrating and being excited about him getting picked and everything. And it seems like they're they're promoting this as a a move not based on his physical talent, but based on his choice. And I don't, and I, don't you know, know, I think that's kind of a contradiction to what he wanted at first. First, he wanted to be known as an athlete, but now he's okay with everybody just, you know, based on well, his choice, but, but, getting popularity, but, not his athletic ability. Is, is he okay with it, or is his publicist running with it? Well, I'm sure it's a because little bit of both. one thing I, I know about, about uh, one thing I've learned about a lot of these guys, when they especially when they're going to get drafted and they're hoping to be drafted. And, you know, even if they've got girlfriends, you don't see their girlfriends till way later. You know, they're normally not right in the middle in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So why, you know, if you're not showing a video of, you know who was the num- who was the number one draft pick? Uh, Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney. All right. Let's be called. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, did they show a montage of him with his girlfriend going to prom? You know, playing homecoming. No, no, you know no, what no. I'm saying? Right, right, that's, right. And that's my, that's my point. So, if you're not doing it for everyone else, then don't do it for the guy that's saying. I'm gay because the truth is I know a lot of athletes who have played professionally for years and were gay and nobody else knew about, nobody else knew about it. Nobody else said anything about it. You know, that was not, you know, one of those things. And I think what I find to be so amazing is the fact that, and I'm so sorry that uh, the phone is ringing 
and you can probably hear that, so I apologize that uh, the phone's ringing during the show. All right, but these athletes that are, you know, they're, they're just athletes, gay or not gay, doesn't matter, I don't care. If you're a good athlete and you're playing well, that's what you should be doing, right? Right, 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 right. Playing, think, play your I sport. I think the contradiction comes in when, you know, and, and this is to be honest. I mean, I don't, you know, this may rub some people the wrong way, but he he was a PR pick. It wasn't. It was they were picking him, hoping that he would start opening day. I mean, you know, to, to right. me, they picked him because it's a great story. They're the uh, they're the franchise that's located closest to where he plays school. Uh, it's a good PR move for them to have him in camp, get some publicity there. I mean, if he makes it, great. I, no, no problem with it if he makes it. You know, but let me ask you don't this: pick guys in the is, seventh, is, you don't pick them in the seventh round with that expectation. Should he, should he have been picked earlier? In well, your opinion, not. is he a talented? Is he a talented athlete? I, I would say he's undersized. Um, you know, right. He did get the SEC co-SEC Player of the uh, of the Year based on his tackles, but. He only had really statistically one good season. That was his senior season. Uh, the gentleman that plays on the opposite end of the defense uh, that really is the athlete, he got picked a lot earlier in the draft. And uh, he kind of benefited from how good he was and what he was able to do. So, you know, I, th- I don't think he's necessarily a uh, great athlete. You know, he's got a great motor. Mm-hmm. He's older. He's a senior. Uh, he was captain of a team. Um, so he's got mm-hmm. great character in, in, in the locker room and things of that nature. But, you know, he, he's a seven-round pick. You know, it's, it's his reality situation. He's, he's, he's a seven-rounder. But every now and then somebody does kind of come out and, and, you know, the expectations are – mediocre at best, and they surprise everyone. So if that's what he does, good for him. I'm happy for him. If he right. doesn't do that, then all this this uh, media blitz of how happy he is and partying and celebrating and doing all of that, here's the thing. Again, my number one point would be if you're not showing a montage of these players with that are straight with girlfriends, and going to prom and, you know, being crowned homecoming king and the queen is next to him. You know what I'm saying? If you're not right. doing all of that for a straight player, then you shouldn't be doing it for a gay player. And the truth is, I don't think sex belongs on the field, period. So I don't care what your sexual preference is. You know, mm-hmm. you might like you you might be celibate and have sex by yourself. I don't care. What I do care about is if you're playing on my team, then I want you to play hard, play well, and and be on the field. Right now, there are so much there's so much bad press out there about ball players that it's ridiculous. We've got you know one or two that have been uh, accused of rape and drugging women to have sex with them, which in my mind makes no sense at all because mm. I know that there are women throwing themselves at these ball players. So yeah, that's, 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 itself, just, that's, just, that's criminal. That's just pure criminal oh, it, activity it, right it, there. It, it's not just criminal, but it's despicable. You know, it's there's something warped inside his head, you know, and so that's one. Then we have another who's, you know, committed murder and he's in prison and he probably had one of the the, the best uh, contracts that it, I mean, this is the type of the stuff that, that people dream about. And he had had the contract, he had the money, he had the world ahead of him. And then you kill someone for what? What's the point? Right, right. You know, I mean, there, there is no point. It's, so there's so much bad press out there 
with some of the criminal acts that are going on with some of these guys, and bringing the gay scene into it was not necessary. You know what? You came out, cool, you're out, you're done, you've made your announcement, now let's get back to playing ball. Well, the reason why I brought it up, too, because I, I had the opinion when he first came out that he was coming out at this stage for a reason, and that's to get drafted. And and I believe, right. based on where he was picked, as, at the end of the draft, I mean, at the absolute end of the draft, tells me that he would not have been he would not have been picked if he had not came out. Well, you know what? And again, you're right. It, it's a publicity thing, and it's it's all about a blitz, and it's really too bad because I mean, either you have talent or you don't. He's at the top of ESPN right now uh, on their website, and it's not even about football. Well, and and here would be my question. Who is going to be the laughing stock if he does not deliver? Is it going to be him, or is it going to be the team that that took him? It'll probably be the team. It'll probably be the team. But I mean, but, but here's the but here's the thing, though. The thing is, will the team feel pressured? Uh, because there there are already people on social media, Twitter, uh, websites that are saying that they're going to boycott every team that passed him. 31 other teams are going to boycott him because they passed on picking this guy. And the truth of the matter is every team has to make a decision based on athletic ability, not on sexuality. Exactly. And you know what? (laughs) That would be, in my mind, first of all, do I believe that anybody's going to boycott anybody? Truthfully, no, I don't. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. That would be like the gay community is going to boycott because there's too many straight players. You know, what are you talking about? Someone's sexual preference has no business being part of their job. Of course, unless you're a transgender entertainer, then it kind of makes sense. Right. But unless he's going to go on the field in a dress in full makeup, you know what? I, I'm I'm not feeling that. I don't think yeah. it has any bearing, and I don't think that's where it belongs. Well, la- well, last you know, point before you ra- last point before you wrap up your show on this uh, topic. Uh, so we talked about how athletes have side chicks and mistresses and stuff like that. Exactly. Right. So with his side, would it be would he have like a side person instead of a mistress would it be a mister? Uh it would be a lover. Oh okay. And let me also let me also say this. There are many players who people think are straight who are on the down low. <laughs> and they're they're yeah, they're tapping an ass, but it ain't a woman's. <laughs> so, you know, just because they didn't come out doesn't mean that they're not dipping their wick mm. for the same team. Okay? So again, still it's not where it belongs. You know? If you're going to have sex, hey, keep the sex out of the workplace. And that goes for everybody. And no matter what happens, make sure you are protected. Stay protected. It's crucial. It's important. And even more importantly, you know what? Look to you to be happy. Your lover can't make you happy. Only you can make yourself happy. Together, you can have a great relationship, whoever you are. Whether, again, as I always say, whether you do you, him, or her, the bottom line is make sure you do it well, do it right, but do the do. This is Lady Jean and... We will see you next week. Again, 
Don't forget, 8 to 9 Central Standard, Saturday evening, T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K. That's truthsextalk.com and hashtag T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K. James, thank you very much, and we will see you next week. Peace, love, and hot, dirty sex. Good night. We can learn to be fools.